Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill their promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. 
Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, vast and cool and unsympathetic, regarded our planet with envious eyes. Each of us, when separated, is always looking for our other half. And the desire and the pursuit of the whole is called love. Heart perception will change everything. Welcome to The Secret Teachings Radio. I'm your host, Ryan Gable. Thank you for joining us this evening, this morning, wherever and whenever you may be listening. We are broadcasting around the world on the Fringe FM. Fringe.fm is the website. You can listen on the Fringe FM app for free. You may already be doing that, or you can download the app for free to listen to the network 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. You can listen to the show on TalkStream Live and on the Paranormal Radio app, which you can also download for free. Check out our website at www.thesecretteachings.info for a full list of all of our past shows. If you missed any of our broadcasts from last week or any other week, we have a lot of different shows that are available to listen for free on the website, but we have our main archive for subscribers And right now, for one year, when you subscribe to the archive, you get access to the montages as well. All the montages, over 80 of those montages. You get access to my books in digital form, which if you buy those books separately, it's pretty much worth the $50 already just for that. But you'll also get a physical copy of one of those books as well. You can read reviews for the books on the website, but That's all for a yearly subscription, or if you'd like to help the show out more consistently, we have weekly and monthly options available too. You can email me whether you have a question about books or subscriptions or anything. If you want to, uh, some people have, uh, you know, financial issues and we try to work things out with them as well. I take things on a case by case basis, as long as you keep it confidential, just email us at rdgable, that's R-D-G-A-B-L-E, at yahoo.com. That's R-D-G-A-B-L-E at yahoo.com. And check us out on social media as well. That is facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. Facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. I don't post uh, a lot of uh, news articles there, but we do post the show there. Post that there every uh Every afternoon, some shows get posted a little bit later, or you can just go to the website and uh, each post on the website just has uh, uh, an image, our promotional picture for whatever show it is, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, as we air five nights a week, again, right here exclusively on the Fringe FM. I'm also looking into doing some uh, additional radio on the weekends, uh, I'm kind of building a lot of things behind the scenes. I'm still building the Patreon page. Uh, We have uh, three different Patreons uh, or patrons who have subscribed to the Patreon page. Uh, I'm working on uh, trying to get some video service so I can get the videos uh, up and, and working. I tried to upload a video and it was just too big to upload. So I'm going to have to try to find uh, another way to do that. Uh, Also, 
Uh, I had a, a listener named Celesty, and I hope I pronounced that right, Celesty, who sent us a lovely little care package in the mail, some sage and a, uh, a nice candle and uh, a note and a little donation. Uh, so I really appreciate that. Uh, and anyone who messages the show, uh, we get a lot of messages from listeners all over the world who uh, ask questions or send us information. And I had a lot of response. A lot of listeners emailed us after Friday's show. If you missed the show, it was uh, it was a terrifying show. Uh, I called it a grand climax from Zion to Tokyo. And I, I looked at some stuff in this show, and I, I presented it on the show, that took us back to the Olympics in 2012. Now, I could sit here and I could recap the entire show, and I would like to do that briefly, but there's no need to go over every specific detail. I think just a general overview would suffice. Uh, And then I have some comments that some listeners have made that I think are relevant to what we talked about Friday. Then we have some news that just happened over the weekend that fits like I mean, it's terrifying how how well it fits with what we talked about Friday. And uh, we're going to look at all of this and try to figure out what's going on here. Uh, I, I'm still at a loss, and I know a lot of listeners who emailed me were were of the same opinion that they can't really figure out if these things are planned or if it's coincidental or if it's some glitch in the proverbial matrix or some some glitch in what we perceive to be reality. Let me, let me tell you what I mean by that. In 2012, you probably remember this. July 20th, 2012, James Holmes supposedly went into a movie theater in Aurora, Colorado, opened fire, And the initial reports were 12 to 13 people died in that shooting. Witnesses said they saw four people come into the theater after a person took a phone call and left through the exit, leaving the exit door open. Those four people who came into the theater had black SWAT-like gear on. They opened fire, they killed people, and then they left. James Holmes was found in his vehicle, Reports that I read back in 2012 said that Holmes was in his vehicle as if he had been on some kind of um, downer drug that made him incoherent and that his guns were locked in the trunk of his car. Seems kind of weird and suspicious that an active shooter would go to the car and shoot up with something and then lock his guns in the trunk and sit in the parking lot of the place where he committed the, the murder. That sounds very bizarre. Well, it turns out James Holmes had connections to the Department of Defense and a program called Peak Soldier Performance. This dealt with neural programming, mind control, in essence. Uh, There were connections to the Salk Institute in San Diego and, of course, DARPA, DARPA, the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency. So James Holmes wasn't just a random person. However, what's interesting is that at the movie theater, there was a screening of a movie. That movie that people were watching was Batman. It was The Dark Knight Rises, which is very important. Before that movie began, though, the network, the studio, 
had requested that a, and this is not uncommon, requested that a, a certain trailer play before the Batman movie. That trailer was called Gangster Squad, about a group of gangsters who came in behind the movie theater curtain, behind the screen, with Tommy guns, I think it was, and open fire killing people in the theater. Uh, about a month and two weeks before the shooting in early June, Lil Wayne released an album uh, uh, single called My Homies Still. In that uh, music video and in the, the still images you can find online, going back to 2012, remember, there are Lil Wayne and his, uh, his homies in a movie theater, and there are 13 skeletons uh, you can technically see a 14th with a little tiny hand on the side, but there are 13 skeletons in that movie theater. Uh, that is very strange. In the Batman movie, you also see that there is, in one of the scenes, when the police are trying to figure out how to best deal with Bane, there is a map placed on a vehicle, uh, and there's a strike zone circled, and the strike zone is next to Sandy Hook. Now, what's really, really interesting is that if you were to just, for whatever reason, decide to, to count the days from July 20th to the Sandy Hook shooting in December, you would get 147 days, which also adds up to 12, 147. 147 days is also listed on the side of the Olympic Stadium in the movie Akira. We talked about that on a couple of shows. A movie that was released in 1988, essentially predicting the Tokyo Olympics in 2020. In the movie taking place in 2019, the stadium was being built. And as that stadium was being built, people were protesting the Olympics, saying to cancel the Olympics. And in February of 2020 on February 28th, 147 days before the 2020 Olympics, Forbes and others called for the Olympics to be canceled. And it was in March of 2020 that the Prime Minister of Japan decided to do just that, postpone and cancel the 2020 Olympics, postpone them until 2021. So that's James Holmes, and that's 147, four people in the theater and the name Holmes. These are very important components. They happen seven days before the Olympic ceremony. The opening ceremony. July 27th is the opening ceremony. The torch was originally carried when that flame came off the River Thames by Kelly Holmes. That torch was taken to the Olympic Stadium in London. It was given to seven young athletes who lit the Olympic cauldron. Seven days before the closing ceremony, a man named Wade Michael Page opened fire, killing, including himself, seven people at a Sikh temple in Oak Creek, Wisconsin. There were also reports that seven years to that date, seven more people were killed at that same location. I had originally read that nine years ago, and it was difficult to find evidence of that, but that is just a compounding piece of evidence for the number seven. However, witnesses at the Sikh temple also claimed that four people in black SWAT-like gear came into the temple and opened fire, killing seven people, and then they got away. 
This was seven days before the closing ceremony. Now, what's really, really weird is that on the 23rd of July, 2021, of course, 2012 and 2021, 12 and 21 are mirrors of each other. On July 23rd, 2021, the day of the opening ceremony of the 2021 Olympics, there was a police officer who responded to a call of a suspect who was trespassing, and the police officer uh, attacked the suspect, um, according to the video and uh, what was released. Uh, it was a very violent attack. Uh, he was arrested uh, for second-degree assault and felony menacing charges. The officer, John Hubert, worked for the Aurora, Colorado Police Department, and uh, he was arrested for attacking Kyle Vinson, who they called a biracial individual. However, he was not really biracial. He only identified as being black. He identified as being black. And so there were protests that happened in Aurora, Colorado. This is almost, what, from 2012 to 2021, nine years to the date, but it also relates and aligns with the Olympics in 2021, Aurora, Colorado. People basically went out like they have been for the last year, and they purged the rioting and the looting and the same old, same old, once again with police not being able to do anything. Now, that might seem insignificant and have it has no relationship to anything I've said thus far. However, on July 26th, three days after the opening ceremony of the 2021 Olympics, and virtually four days after, because the, this event that took place on the 26th took place very close to midnight. So it's almost on the 27th. Uh, a shooting happened in California. Two people were shot, Riley Goodrich and Anthony uh, Baharias or Barajas, a 19-year-old man. They were shot in a movie theater watching the movie Forever Purge, the movie theater Regal Edwards' Corona Crossings. Regal Edwards' Corona Crossings. A man was arrested later, Joseph Jimerez, 20 years old. A gun was later found associated with the crime. Joseph was charged with murder, attempted murder, and robbery with a gun. This is Corona. Now, this morning, August 2nd, 2021, Anthony Barajas uh, died, according to BBC News. So both people died who were shot. Two people died. So there's three total. Uh, now, I got a notification last night about something that happened in New York. Now, this thing that happened in New York was a shooting, which one could essentially predict. If you look at the pattern, you could predict that four days before the closing ceremony of the Olympics, there would be another shooting in relationship to the sevens and the shootings in Colorado and Oak Creek, Wisconsin in 2012. Wade Michael Page, who did the shooting right before, seven days before the closing ceremony, also lived on Holmes Avenue. Holmes, Kelly Holmes, James Holmes. In this case, the shooting took place 
in the Corona neighborhood of New York City. Ten people were injured. Four people were involved in this shooting. It's an eerie parallel between what happened in 2012, and I'm going to tell you about it when we come back from break right here on The Secret Teachings. Stay with us, please. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is The Secret Teachings Radio on The Fringe FM. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hear more while supporting the show, visit the website, thesecretteachings.info, and subscribe to our show archive. As a yearly subscriber, you can download and stream every show after it airs and get access to the digital versions of each one of Ryan's books. The show offers weekly and monthly subscriptions, or for $50 a year, get access to the archive, montages, and digital books at a discounted price. Just visit thesecretteachings.info and click on the donate button at the top of the page. Your subscription supports The Secret Teachings, The Fringe FM, and you. Alex Exum. My name is Alex Exum, and you're listening to The Fringe FM. Hey there, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings, and like my show, I like to associate with people and companies who are passionate about taking steps to a healthier life. Pro One Water Filters brings you simple-to-use systems for the home, business, and even the shower. They filter fluoride, heavy metals, and more, and their shower heads stop chlorine from being vaporized and inhaled. I've personally used their systems now for five years, and they're worth every penny sincerely. Our other affiliate, US Plus Health, is a small American company specializing in hydrogen peroxide solutions, isopropyl alcohol, and hand sanitizers with no additional ingredients like ethanol, chloride, or methanol. They use 100% U.S. materials at an FDA-registered facility. Their simple, non-toxic formulations are both safe and gentle. They evaporate quickly and leave no residue or stickiness. They're even recommended by the CDC, FDA, and WHO as opposed to other toxic chemicals like QACs. Find links to these affiliates, Pro One Water Filters, and U.S. Plus Health on our website, www.thesecretteachings.info for links, or visit usplushealth.com and type in the promo code TSTCLEAN. Do you want to know more about this strange and weird reality we live in? Join me, Jess Rogie, the host of The Rogie Report, where we explore the unrevealed. Every Wednesday night, live at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, here on The Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. The truth is out there. And so are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. This is Michael Strange from Troubled Minds. Did you hear that scientists recently discovered radio waves coming from Proxima Centauri? Well, I cannot confirm nor deny. We are broadcasting from that neck of the woods. You are listening to KTLK. The Fringe FM. You're listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. 
If you want the most unique blend of subjects anywhere on radio, from parapsychology, pop conspiracy, parapolitics, the paranormal, and symbolism, look no further than The Secret Teachings, airing Monday through Friday right here on The Fringe FM. Our topics, themes, and perspectives are not bogged down by rhetoric or ideological collective associations. It's just raw thought and consciousness. Check us out by visiting our website at thesecretteachings.info or the network fringe.fm. I'm Ryan Gable, your host, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings Radio right here on The Fringe FM, five nights a week, Monday through Friday. Thank you so much for tuning in. Big show for you tonight. Esteban P., I won't give out his last name, but Esteban P. sent us an email after Friday's show, and he said the word Colorado in some countries in Spanish means the color red. And in relationship to Aurora, Colorado, the wordplay essentially is Don Red or Red Don. I thought that was an interesting piece of etymology, if that's true. I mean, Colorado has different meanings, and maybe to some people, Colorado means red. Esteban also mentioned the movie Skyfall, the Bond movie in 2012. And I remember that when the Bond movie came out, the trailer for the Bond movie shows a scene of a city where there's a big building and on the building there is a red neon looking sign that says Aurora Red Dawn Dawn Red. Well the Dawn is Aurora for those of you who don't know Aurora is personified as the goddess Aurora the goddess of Dawn and that is a very important component of what Aurora means in relationship to the number seven considering that Seven divine rays of light, traditionally, theologically speaking, and occult, uh, in occultism and esotericism, seven is the divine number. Seven is the number of unification with God. Seven is a number of enlightenment. Seven is the number of creation, the seven days of the week. I think most of you probably know the significance of the number seven. So having a shooting with James Holmes seven days before the opening of the 2012 Olympics and then having Holmes's name associated with the Olympics because of the torchbearer named Kelly Holmes and then seven kids, young athletes, essentially kids, lighting the cauldron, seven divine rays of light lighting the cauldron, and then seven days before the closing ceremony, another shooting in Oak Creek, Wisconsin, seven people dead. And in both cases, witnesses said four gunmen came into the theater, four gunmen came into the Sikh temple and opened fire. Wade Michael Page in Wisconsin lived on Holmes Street. Now, because of that, I was talking to uh, another listener, Joseph Lavelle, who sends us a lot of information. Joseph's a good friend. Uh, He was saying that if this is the case, if this is a, a pattern Uh, with the number 7 from 2012, and then you look at the number 12, reverse it, 2021. Uh, And with everything uh, relating to Holmes and Aurora, Aurora, Colorado, you'd expect to see, based on the shooting in Corona, California, and the... (laughs) I just noticed something here in this article that I pulled up, too. I'll I'll mention in a moment, uh, just 
the, the synchro mysticism is incredible. The shooting in Aurora uh, or, or Corona, Cal, uh, California, and then the uh, police officer attacking the man in Aurora, Colorado on the 23rd of July, which is the opening ceremony of the Olympics. And then four days later, uh, three to four days later, because they don't really know when the shooting happened. They just found these two people in a movie theater, uh, Riley Goodrich, Goodrich or Goodrick and Anthony Barajas. Uh, both of these people, uh, uh, Anthony has died now, according to news reports earlier this morning. Uh, both these people died in the shooting carried out by Joseph Jimerez, supposedly. That's who was charged with murder, attempted murder, and robbery with a gun. I'm sure he'll be charged with uh, uh, two counts of murder now. Uh, this was during a screening of Forever Purge. So this happened on the 26th, 27th. That's four days after the opening ceremony. It happens in Corona. California. Corona now is not really the coronavirus. It's known as Delta. Now, Delta is the number four. And of course, the number four in both Greek and in Hebrew, it's a symbol, Delta, numerically four, of change, a symbol of authority, a change in authority. Delta, the triangle, has three sides. The numerical value is four, three and four, is seven. It is the delta, the pyramid, the triangle, the number seven, that is perhaps the most important number in the Bible, associated with revelations and the changing of authority, the establishment of the new order or the kingdom of the Antichrist. The Antichrist would be crowned king of the world temporarily for seven years, though his kingdom would only last three and a half years. Corona, of course, means crown. Now, based on this apparent pattern, uh, I was talking to Joseph, and Joseph had said that you could expect something to happen four days before the closing ceremony of the Olympics. And I said, uh, well, the shooting took place in Corona, California, uh, sometime on the 26th. So that's three days after the opening ceremony. Uh, not uh, technically four days, but they really don't know when the shooting happened. They Police got there around midnight, so you could argue, well, it was four days. So I'm not trying to stretch here for something. I'm just saying that th there's something weird going on here because Joseph was, was saying to me that maybe you could, you could just expect something to happen a few days before the closing ceremony of the Olympics, another strange shooting with other connections to the Corona California shooting. And I got in my news feed last night, something indeed did happen with a connection to what happened in California and Corona at the movie theater during Forever Purge, uh, which of course relates to the purging that went on in Aurora, Colorado, uh, after the, the, uh, the attack of a, of a suspect who identified as black, but who wasn't black, by a police officer that was in Aurora, Colorado. So 10 people were injured over the weekend in a mass shooting in New York City. I'm going to read you the article because it's, it's stunning. 10 people were injured in a mass shooting in New York City late Saturday evening. So Saturday evening would have been uh, the 31st. 31st. Uh, the news report came out, and I saw the original uh, article on the 1st. So this was yesterday. So this happened like Saturday night into into, into Sunday morning, this news was breaking. 
So the closing ceremony of the 2021 Olympics is the 5th. So that would give us four days before the closing ceremony. You'd get four again. Ten people were injured in this shooting. The individuals, age 19 to 72, were treated at local hospitals for non-life-threatening injuries, according to the NYPD. Around 10.38 p.m. Saturday, getting close to that midnight number again, which would give us the number four in relation to the closing ceremony, police responded to numerous 911 calls about a shooting. Assistant Chief Galen Fearson of the NYPD's Patrol Bureau, Queens North, said at a news conference Sunday morning. A preliminary report shows two males approached eastbound on the sidewalk on the north side of 37th Avenue from 97th Street while brandishing firearms. The shooters advanced toward the crowd, firing numerous shots before jumping back on two scooters driven by two other males and fleeing the scene. Police are now searching for the four individuals they suspect are being uh, uh, behind the shooting. They're described as males who were wearing masks and hooded sweaters. So all of that, uh, that's about half the article there, all of that might just seem irrelevant unless you listen to the first segment of tonight's show or you listen to Friday's show. It might seem irrelevant. Well, it's just another mass shooting. Let's talk about gun control, right? Well, not so fast. Once again, the pattern matches. 37th Avenue, 97th Street. The number seven keeps popping up over and over and over and over again. But what I'm more interested in is that there were four suspects, four individuals, just like in the case of Oak Creek, Wisconsin in 2012 and Aurora, Colorado in 2012, seven days before the opening ceremony of the Olympics and seven days before the closing ceremony of the Olympics. This year in 2021, both on the day of the opening ceremony, the Aurora, Colorado incident with a police officer, which led to protests and essentially a purging of the city of Aurora, Colorado, Three to four days later, because it happened around midnight, a shooting took place in Corona, California. Two people were killed. Three people were involved, including the shooter. It happened at a movie theater where there was a screening of the movie Forever Purge. You could suspect that something would thus happen four days before and or four days after the closing ceremony of the Olympics. And lo and behold, this weekend, within 24 to 36 hours of me wrapping up the Friday night show, a shooting happens in New York City where you have 10 people involved, which would give the total number of, of, um, of people during this year's Olympics related to these stories uh, to 13 with the three people involved in the Corona, California shooting. So you have 10 and, and three. So there's 13 if you want to play around with numbers. I'm more interested in the fact that in both Colorado and in Oak Creek, Wisconsin, four people were seen doing the shooting and now four more people are suspected, according to police in New York City, of carrying out this shooting. And the proverbial cherry on top is that not only was it four people, and not only does it take place four days, the pattern is the same, four days before the closing ceremony of the Olympics in 2021, but it happened in the Corona neighborhood of New York City. 
And you can't make this up. Normally, when I print out an article, I don't print the picture just because of the ink. And, and, you know, it's not really important to have the picture. But in the picture from CNN, and I posted this on Facebook earlier today, there's a picture of police officers and the assistant chief Galen Fearson speaking during a news conference yesterday regarding the shooting Saturday night into Sunday morning. They're speaking in Queens, New York. They're on a street, 970137th Avenue, right there where the shooting took place. And guess what is on the sign behind them? There's a market, Hernandez Meat Market. And on that sign, uh, you see the address, the phone number, sevens everywhere. And then underneath of that, well, it's a, it's a, it's a meat market. So, of course, they're going to sell things like this. There's a sign for beer. The beer that is on the sign is, the only sign you can actually read, is Corona beer. What do you think the chances of all of this is? What do you think the chances of James Holmes, Kelly Holmes, and Holmes Avenue between Aurora, Colorado, seven days before the opening ceremony of the Olympics, and Oak Creek, Wisconsin, seven days before the closing ceremony of the Olympics in 2012? What do you think the connections are, the coincidences What do you think the the chances are of the movie Akira essentially predicting the postponement of the 2020 Tokyo Olympics? How would they even know the Olympics were taking place in Tokyo in 2020? Well, maybe the Olympic Committee and maybe Japan was able to get the Olympics because of this classic anime movie that came out in 1988. Maybe there's something else there. That is yet to be seen. Nevertheless, I don't really think it's a prediction. I just think that it's coincidental. But, coincidental or not, is it really a coincidence that news outlets began calling? Forbes, for example, was one of them on February 20th, 2020, to postpone or cancel the Olympics. And that happened to be 147 days before the opening ceremony. The exact number of days given in the movie Akira where people began demanding, and you see this uh, graffiti on the Olympic Stadium, 147 days before the opening ceremony, and people said, let's cancel it 147 days before. That's important. That's significant. What are the chances of that? What are the chances of the day of the opening ceremony of the Olympics in 2021? And 2021 is a reverse of uh, 2012, of course. And then of 2021, 2012, 2112, that equals 33. You get these same significant numbers again and again and again. What they mean, I don't know. Maybe it's some code, you know, in, 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 the, in the fabric of, of nature and reality. I don't think it's some conspiracy. I just think it's like Neo when, he, when he's able to see the code and he can start to dodge bullets. You see the underlying, uh, underlying code of reality. I, I, that's, that's the best guess I can come up with. Uh, but what are the chances of this... July 23rd, 2021 incident in Aurora, Colorado that led to a a purge that led to a protest over police brutality of black folks when the person who was attacked wasn't even black but identified as black, which makes it even more absurd. And then three to four days later, and I say three to four days because it happened so close to midnight, the story went into the into the next day, the 26th, 27th, three to four days after the opening ceremony of the 2021 Olympics. There's a there's an, uh, a, a shooting then in Corona, California, 
at a movie theater again during a screening of Forever Purge. So on the 23rd is the Aurora, Colorado officer incident. That was reported on the 27th uh, after they released the, 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 the body cam footage. And then four days, three to four days after the original incident, there was the shooting in Corona, California. Now, four days, three to four days, because it went into the morning hours of Sunday, three to four days before the closing ceremony of the Olympics in 2021, there's another shooting. This shooting, like Aurora, Colorado and Oak Creek, Wisconsin, involved four people who did the shooting, according to police and according to witnesses. Four people were responsible for the shooting. Two people who got onto uh, mopeds or scooters with two other people. They're looking for four people in this case. The number seven on 37th Avenue, 97th Street. And it just so happens that the shooting took place in the Corona neighborhood. And the picture that CNN used to show Assistant Chief of the NYPD, Galen Fearson, who's black, by the way, uh, but that doesn't matter, standing in front of the Hernandez Meat Market, and you see... There's one, two, three, four sevens on the sign, the phone number and the avenue, 37th Avenue and the address, 9701. I'm sure you could play around with the numerology of that if you wanted, but underneath of the meat market sign is the only advertisement that you can actually clearly read, and it says Corona. What are the chances of any of this? And this is just like the preliminary on the surface you know, very blatant, very obvious that comes to the surface. But check this out. Police also believe three of the ten injured are part of a gang, therefore reducing the number of victims who were not in a gang to seven, according to CNN, who were not intentional targets. The number three, the number seven, the number 12, the number 13... Therefore, also the number 21, the number 1221, and the numbers 32 and 33. These are very sacred, divine numbers. I mean, all numbers are sacred and divine, but you see the number 3, 7, 12, 13, 21, 32, 33 come up again and again and again and again and again and again and again. I want to know what the chances are of Corona neighborhood and Corona California. Is it just because of the coronavirus? And that's what the news Outlets like CNN use as a headline, Corona shooting, and people click on it because that's what the headline was on CNN. But when you get to the actual article, it just says at least 10 people injured in a mass shooting in New York City updated uh, on the 1st of August. This was uh, yesterday or depending on when you're listening, it was uh, two days ago. If you're listening uh, early into Tuesday morning here on the show, since we broadcast so uh, so late, so early, uh, what are the chances of that? I See, this is the thing that makes me think that there, the, the, and, and there's a lot more that makes me think this, but there, there's something, there's some kind of weird feeling. There, there's just, people have been telling me that they just, it's almost like they feel schizophrenic. That's really the only word I could think of to describe what people have been telling me. They feel schizophrenic. Um, that's my word. That's not what people have been saying to me. But people have been telling me they've been having trouble differentiating what, between what's real and what's imagined, what's reality and what's not reality. And, and that is like schizophrenia, uh, which is a psychosis or a mental illness where a person can't differentiate between what's real and what's imagined. 
Uh, you lose touch with reality. The world seems like a jumbled mess of confusing uh, interactions and thoughts and uh, visuals and sounds. Nothing really makes sense anymore. Nothing really, really clicks. Uh, everything is just confusing. And people have been telling me this, and I've been feeling the same way. It, nothing really makes sense anymore. Things just t- seem totally out of place. And it's almost as if th- not only has there been a, a cultural, a social, and economic, and a political shift, there's been some kind of energetic shift. And not just some kind of uh, energetic shift in the sense that there's like the, the general energy of, of the average person uh, has been depleted in the last year and a half with everything that has happened. But there's been like an energetic, like a, like, a, like a universal or a cosmic energy shift. Now, maybe that has something to do with uh, the, 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 the sun. Um, and maybe that has something to do with, with, with uh, solar or, uh, you know, space weather. Uh, maybe it has something to do with uh, space rocks. You know, there's a big uh, rock that just flew past the Earth recently, and there was a big earthquake up in Alaska. Uh, we know that, you know, big asteroids and uh, the, the moon, uh, the sun, uh, these things affect uh, the Earth and uh, cause and control the weather. Uh, they are responsible. The sun is responsible for earthquakes and volcanic eruptions, uh, the electromagnetic waves Uh, They can cause people to feel ill. Uh, They can cause radio interference. I mean, this is pretty much, uh, you know, like 101 kind of stuff. Uh, Maybe it's, there's just like, there's so many different angles to look at it from. And it's hard to, to really, to really pinpoint it. And, and that's what makes it even more confusing. You really can't isolate what is causing this. You can't really say, well, it's just a coincidence. Corona, Corona, Aurora, Aurora. I mean, the thing is, if you look at not just the the so-called coincidences or the synchronicity of all these events, but when you start to analyze what these words mean, it has even more significance. I mean, think of the word delta in relationship to corona. Delta is the tip of the pyramid. It is a triangle. In Hebrew, also, it is delith, which is the number seven, our number seven, is the Hebrew letter Deleth. It's just a number seven. Uh, the three sides plus the numerical value of four gives you the number seven. It means authority or a change in authority. The change in an authority, as I've said countless times, is the creation of a new or a false empire on the earth. Christians will know this as the kingdom of the Antichrist, where the Antichrist is crowned. You are crowned with the corona. This is why kings and royalty have always been associated with the sun, the corona, the rays of the sun. And when the sun rises and brings light and warmth back to the world every single morning, it's a powerful symbol of God. Some cultures worship the sun. As a result of that, they anthropomorphize the sun as a result of that, both in male and female form, from Horus in Egypt 
to Amaterasu in Japan. Now, there are other things that rise, of course, in the morning sky. There is Venus. Venus is sometimes known as the false light because Venus often rises as a bright light, brighter than the sun momentarily, and then the sun rises. This would be the false light of Venus or the fallen star Lucifer, fallen angel, who is cast to the earth as a reflection from the moon. The moon is the moon god or the, the sky god Jehovah. God casts Lucifer to the earth. The moon casts the light of Venus to the earth. Therefore, if Venus rises and Lucifer rises in the morning before the real sun, this is the false light, some people might worship this false light. They might make a deal with this false light. These are the people we would call Luciferians, we'd call Satanists, we'd call evil, whatever words you want to apply to them. However, going back into history, if you look at the Egyptian culture, they saw the rising of the star Sirius as a positive agricultural sign because when the star Sirius arose during a certain time of the year, it signified the yearly flooding of the Nile River, which would lead to fertile soil and therefore crops, food, and sustenance. This happened during July. In fact, the Sirius rising, or what was called the Sothic or the Sothis rising of Sirius, took place on July 20th, July 21st, July 22nd, and July 23rd, sometime around those dates. Really anywhere between the 20th and the 25th, 26th, 27th, somewhere in there. This is when we have the, the opening ceremony of the Olympics, generally. Uh, this is bringing us uh, around the time of the midsummer point, the middle of the summer, the midpoint of, of the summer. Uh, this is, for some Satanists, known as the grand climax, where the sun's power waxes and then begins to wane, where there's a changing of the guard. The name for Sirius in Egypt was Sopdet, a goddess personifying this rising. Sopdet is kind of like the goddess Aurora, who brings the dawn. Sothis is the Greek name for Sopdep or Sirius. Sopdep is an extension of Isis, the morning star Venus, the false light. Sopdep is an extension also of Anubis, the black dog of the Nile, the black dog or the black night rising. The black night rises, the dark night rises. What was that movie playing in Aurora, Colorado in 2012, The Dark Knight Rises? What happened 147 days, just like the Akira movie in the Olympics? What happened 147 days after that Aurora, Colorado shooting? Sandy Hook, December 14th, 2012. What was in that Batman movie, Dark Knight Rises? Sandy Hook on the strike zone map. The Sothic Rising is also called the Heliacal Rising, Helios, Heliacal, because this star rises near the sun. So the Sothic Rising, or the Heliacal Rising, refers to Sopdet, the morning star Venus, or Isis, 
and therefore Aurora, the dawn. Corona is the crown. This is the dawning of the crowning. You have the dark knight, Anubis, the jackal-headed dog deity. The crowning of the new kingdom, the crowning of the morning star. You, you could refer to this in any way that you choose. Aurora is dawn, Corona is crown. A listener named Esteban sent us an email saying that Colorado in uh, some Spanish countries means red. Therefore, Aurora, Colorado literally means dawn red or dawning of the red or the red dawn, which is pretty significant and important. The red dawn, the dawning of the red. I mean, this is the red and the orange, the blood sun of the rising the rising sun in the east that brings the dawn, the birthing of the sun, the blood in the sky. That's that red color, the blood as the baby is birthed, as Horus is birthed in Egypt. I don't see that any of this is um, just a coincidence or it's some conspiracy or it's just pulling and, 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 and grasping and you know just having grabby hands for, you know, symbols and numbers. Uh, it's almost like, it's just like once you understand a language, like when you understand, you know, whatever language you speak, I assume it's English. Some of you might speak a lot of other languages. I assume you understand English or you wouldn't be listening to this show. But if I just, if I, I understand, you know, my language and I, I, when I read, I don't really, I don't really see the, the symbols, the letters as having any significance. Uh, but some people, you know, they'll look at the Bible translated in English or maybe they can, they can read it in Greek or in Hebrew and they'll extract codes from the Bible. Um, you could refer to this as a form of, of, of bibliomancy in, in, in a sense. Uh, it's not exactly bibliomancy, but you're trying to extract codes and messages from the, from the sacred text. And people do this with other texts as well. But if I'm looking at something in the language I understand, um, I can take it for granted. Uh, new words I learn, I have to figure out what that means. I have to learn you know, new ways of pronunciation when I read things that are kind of a, a variation of other languages. Um, but I kind of see that's how symbols are. Like when you understand symbols, Aurora, Colorado, Corona, you, can, you start to see these things places because you start to recognize them. You start to understand them. You, you, you're looking for them. So, of course, you might find these things, and it's almost like uh, symbolic pareidolia. You start to see symbols that don't really mean anything popping up in places where they don't really belong, but they're there nonetheless, so that's confirmation that you're seeing something that's significant and that's important. Uh, I don't know how to provide you with an answer because I don't think there really is an answer. I think, though, when you consider James Holmes, Kelly Holmes, and Holmes Avenue, Aurora, Colorado, the seven people who lit the torch at the opening ceremony of the Olympics in 2012, uh, the seven days before the, the, the opening ceremony, the James Holmes shooting, the seven days before the closing ceremony, the Wade Michael Page shooting, he lives on Holmes Avenue. When you consider that James Holmes was involved in mind control uh, research with the Department of Defense and DARPA, uh, that Wade Michael Page was in the military, he was involved in psychology. Uh, when you consider that you look at that pattern, you look at what happened in 2021, right before the, 
the opening uh, uh, ceremony of the day of the opening ceremony of the Olympics, um, right around that that opening day uh, on the 23rd, which was opening day, you have Aurora, Colorado back in the news uh, with the police officer. You have purging because of what the police officer did. People were protesting police violence, uh, although the guy was only identified as he identified himself as black in the incident. Uh, and then you look at three to four days after, about four days after the opening ceremony of the Olympics of 2021, there's a shooting in Corona, California. Now, four days before the closing ceremony, three to four days, it again happened essentially overnight. You have a shooting in the Corona neighborhood of New York City, 10 people injured. There were four people involved in this shooting, two people that are on one scooters that got the other two people out of that area. Four people were involved in Aurora, Colorado, according to witnesses, and in Oak Creek, Wisconsin, at the Sikh Temple. And police are now saying that three of the people who were were shot, three of the ten, were gang members. Seven were just innocent victims in the Corona neighborhood in New York City, four days before the closing ceremony of the Olympics. I mean, what more has to happen before we recognize that there's importance, that that there's some meaning in numbers and in words Words are letters. Letters are symbols. There's meaning to this. There's meaning to the crown. There's meaning to seven, the divinity of it. There's also meaning to the inversion of all of this. And really, the important question is, how does this affect our minds? And that's what we're going to look at in the next hour right here on the Secret Teachings radio broadcasting around the world on the Fringe FM. I really hope you stay with us because we're going to expand on all of this and uh, diverge a little bit from these stories. And I've got a lot still to share with you. How does this affect our mind, though? How does this affect the subconscious? How does, how does Holmes, maybe Sherlock Holmes, trying to figure out the clues, figure out how the crime was committed? Criminals like to play games. Are we all being toyed with? Do only some of us see the code, the writing on the wall? Corona, the crown, seven, four, delta. What does all this mean? We're going to look at that in the next hour heavily right here on The Secret Teachings. Our website has all of our information on it, the archive. Please subscribe, grab a book, support us, keep us on air. Stay with us. We'll be back. Lifting the veil and peering into the abyss should only be done with the proper tools. Get them right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. And don't forget to download The Fringe FM app for free for your mobile device. Do you like The Secret Teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books. Available in PDF and soft cover with free shipping in the United States. For a practical, balanced, and unique look at the food industry, vaccinations, the theories of disease, and geoengineering, grab a copy of Food Philosophy. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. 
all three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. Hey there, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings, and like my show, I like to associate with people and companies who are passionate about taking steps to a healthier life. Pro One Water Filters brings you simple-to-use systems for the home, business, and even the shower. They filter fluoride, heavy metals, and more, and their shower heads stop chlorine from being vaporized and inhaled. I personally use their systems now for five years, and they're worth every penny sincerely. Our other affiliate, US Plus Health, is a small American company specializing in hydrogen peroxide solutions, isopropyl alcohol, and hand sanitizers with no additional ingredients like ethanol, chloride, or methanol. They use 100% U.S. materials at an FDA-registered facility. Their simple, non-toxic formulations are both safe and gentle. They evaporate quickly and leave no residue or stickiness. They're even recommended by the CDC, FDA, and WHO as opposed to other toxic chemicals like QACs. Find links to these affiliates, Pro One Water Filters, and U.S. Plus Health on our website, www.thesecretteachings.info for links, or visit usplushealth.com and type in the promo code TSTCLEAN. The truth is out there, and so are we. KTLK, digital broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Are you thinking about creating a podcast but don't know where to start? Do you really want to have to learn all this stuff? Individual track processing, enhanced and improved sound quality, edit out those awkward pauses and slips, mix multiple clips and tracks, back volumes, deliver consistent sound. Live podcast production, show notes and SEO optimization, episode upload to hosting, live call screening, balance levels and loudness measure broadcast standards, full branding packages, logo design, podcast site, website, show artwork. Or do you just want to get on the mic and get your ideas out there? The Fringe FM team is here to help with all of your podcasting, audio and video production needs. From simple podcast to audio enhancement, our professional production staff will make it easier than ever to create the podcast you desire. Visit thefringe.fm, join our team, and get jump started on your podcast today. Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. What are you doing on Wednesdays? I want to invite you to join me, Jess Rogie, the host of The Rogie Report, where I provide commentary and invite guests on to talk about UAPs, conspiracies, current events, nature of reality, consciousness, and of course, the paranormal. Listen to The Rogie Report every Wednesday live at 6 p.m. Pacific. 9 p.m. Eastern here on the Fringe FM, KTLK Digital Broadcasting. For a lot longer than most podcasts have been around, The Secret Teachings has been at the forefront of unique investigation into both the mundane and the extraordinary. Critical thought and controlled speculation allowed us to determine that the much-anticipated UAP report would be vague, unexplained, and would simply imply the need for defense against national security threats. We determined that sonic weapons were the cause of Havana Syndrome a full year before CNN acknowledged the same. We told you about the mind-controlled magic, sex slavery, and intellectual theft in the music industry long before Britney Spears spoke out about her conservatorship, and we've been removed from radio for refusing to censor our show over international child trafficking networks and sex cults long before Epstein didn't kill himself. This has been done with no budget, only your support, and a will to learn and succeed. And you can continue to be a part of The Secret Teachings journey as we broadcast Monday through Friday after lighting the void with Joe Roop, right here on KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM, brings you exclusively The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable.
are tuned into the Secret Teachings Radio broadcasting right here on the Fringe FM and around the world on the Fringe FM app, TalkStream Live, and the Paranormal Radio app. Our website, www.thesecretteachings.info. Our email, rdgable at yahoo.com. If you'd like to get in contact with us, we have a social media page on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash thesecretteachings. You can check us out there. We do have a Gab account. I haven't really built that up yet, and we have a Patreon that I'm working on as well. Everything, though, that you need or want to know about the show is on the website, including my books, top news stories, show archive, and montage archive. It's all there at www.thesecretteachings.info. I got an email from a listener named Jason Brown. Jason sent me a lot of stuff, but he mentioned something that I totally forgot about the closing ceremony of the 2012 London Olympics. There was a Batman and Robin skit, uh, a Batman and Robin appearance at the closing ceremony of the Olympics. Now, how eerie is that considering that The Dark Knight Rises was showing in Aurora, Colorado, James Holmes, but witnesses say four people, committed the shooting seven days before the opening ceremony. Then you have Kelly Holmes with the torch. You have seven young athletes who light the cauldron. Seven days before the closing ceremony, you have Wade Michael Page. And Wade Michael Page lived on Holmes Avenue. And Wade Michael Page shot seven people, including himself. And when you put all this together and you start thinking, the number seven, the significance of that number, the name, the word Holmes, like Sherlock Holmes trying to figure out the clues, trying to figure out who committed the crime, who's responsible. You think about 147 days after the Aurora, Colorado shooting with Sandy Hook. In that Dark Knight movie, Sandy Hook is on the strike zone map. Guess Batman and Robin were at the closing ceremony of the 2012 Olympics. Now in 2021, a reverse of 2012, 2021, 21 and 12, of course, is 33. That number is a very important, significant number as well. If we're looking at numerology in 2021, the day of the opening ceremony, there's an incident in Aurora, Colorado that leads to people protesting. Then three to four days later, it happened between, uh, you know, the midnight hour. So three days after on the 26th, to 27th, three to four days after the opening ceremony of the Olympics, there's a shooting in Corona, California. Uh, one of the people who was involved actually just died uh, this morning. Uh, his uh, friend, uh, girlfriend, partner, I'm not exactly sure what she was, uh, young girl, 18 years old, she died at the movie theater where the shooting took place. Uh, this guy was uh, Barajas. It was his last name. He died this morning. He was 19, and the shooter uh, was uh, 20, so 18, 19, 20. I don't know if there's any significance there, but it's just weird. Uh, and it happened in Corona, California, and now there was a shooting over the weekend, four days before the closing ceremony of the Olympics. Over the weekend, Saturday into Sunday, in the Corona neighborhood of New York City, 10 people involved, but the police said three were gang members, they believed. Seven were unintentional injuries, and two people did the shooting and then got on moped scooters with two other people. So four people in dark clothing, just like Aurora, just like Oak Creek, did the shooting. 
Seven people were unintentional targets. Three people were intentional targets. And it happened in the Corona neighborhood of New York City. And in the picture that CNN used with the assistant police chief, there is a sign behind the police chief for the Hernandez Meat Market with the address 97037th Avenue. And there's a big sign for Corona Beer. Well, it's just beer. Well, what are the coincidental chances of that? Is it just a coincidence or is that intentional? There's actually a street post behind the assistant chief with a one-way sign and with a walk-don't-walk sign. And it's easily, easily, if you took the photo, something that you could, you could have changed the direction of the photo in one way or the other, and that corona sign would have been behind that pole. But no, it's perfect. In fact, it, the pole draw, draws the eyes into just the off-center position of the photo. And right where that eye is drawn, where the pole is, there's a sign that says corona. What are the chances of that? What are the coincidental chances of that? Is that a coincidence? I forgot Batman and Robin were at the closing ceremony of the 2012 Olympics. Sandy Hook's 147 days after the, the, the Aurora, Colorado shooting. I mean, it's like, what, what does all this mean? Uh, it, it, at, at one point, uh, when I first realized all of this, I thought, this is, <laughs> this is so bizarre. Uh, this is so weird that I, I don't really know what to do with it. And if I didn't have a radio show, um, I think I would, I would probably bottle it all up inside and I would feel a little bit nuts. I'd feel crazy. I, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't know how to express this to other people. You would just be the conspiracy theory guy. Although I'm not professing a conspiracy theory. I'm just asking Aurora, Holmes, 4, 7, Corona, Delta, like this, there's, there's not just a significance to all of these numbers and all of these words and what they mean. There's a significance to anything and everything. But in their relationship with one another and in the context of how they're used and, and in the importance of their usage with the Olympics or with headline stories, the question isn't whether or not it's significant, but what makes it significant? Is it a coincidence or are these things being used as part of a ritual, as part of something that ritualistic or not, the people using them and organizing them are doing so intentionally, call it a conspiracy if you want, because there's something subconsciously that is triggered by the usage of these words and these numbers in context with the possibility of some ritual that we're unaware of taking place. We know about the Sothic Rising uh, in early, uh, early mid-July or mid-late July, uh, the grand climax of some satanic groups, which is a, a sacrificial period bathed in blood and sex. And we know that uh, you know July is essentially the midsummer month. So we know that there is heavy significance put on the sun and corona, uh, the divine rays of light, the number seven for the month of July. And of course, July is the seventh month of the year on top of that. Um, we know that there's importance to these things, but in context with one another, that's where the importance really, really factors in. Um, 
I, I don't know what it is. So I'm not professing some theory. Uh, I'm not professing that there is a conspiracy. I want to know about the psychology of it. I, I've had so many people uh, recently come up to me and ask me for advice. Uh, these are people that I've worked with for over, some of them over a year, some of them six months, some of them a- around about a year. And although I assume that they haven't had their minds changed in the last six months to a year and a half, um, I assume that they've been quiet about their views and their beliefs because they don't want to be singled out. Uh, However, there have been so many people who have come to me and asked me for advice on things that are, are unrelated to a lot of the things we discuss here on the show but they're asking me because whether it's a legal question, which I don't always hardly ever know the answer to, but I can kind of point people in the right direction. Or it's a question about, you know, um, you know, dealing with a company. Uh, people have asked me questions that like I, I feel like you should be able to figure it out on your own. But I also feel like where were you a year and a half ago when I was saying all of this? You didn't come to my side and say, I agree with you. Let's 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 fight this. People just let let it happen. And so there's a part of me inside that says, well, like, you know, you didn't try to stop this when it began, when it was easy to say, I'm not wearing a mask. You didn't stop this when it was easy to say, I'm not participating in your psychological experimentation or your medical experimentation. Now it's a lot harder to stop it. Now people are coming to me and asking me questions. How do I do this? How do I get out of this? How do we refuse this? How do I get information on this? Which is fantastic. And I've had to check that part of myself, the ego that says, I told you so. I've had to push that down. And I really, I really want to help people. So I've, I've directed all of my energy into attempting to do that to the best of my abilities. But one of the things that the people that have come to me and asked me these questions have told me is that they just feel overwhelmed. They can't, they can't really, they've either said it directly or you can kind of tell in the implication of their words. They, they just feel as if you can't tell, they can't tell what reality, reality is anymore. And, uh, so many people have come to me and asked me that or, or have suggested that or, have, you know, they've said something to that effect um, that it really made me stop and think, you know, we've done a few shows here about fear and how fear affects the body physiologically, biologically, psychologically. But that is such an important thing to think about and to consider and to keep in the forefront of your mind at all times, how fear is wielded to manipulate and coerce people and how fear has led to a change in the way people view the world. It's, a, it, it, it's, it's basically made people, I see, I always say that it's, it's basically made people um, victims of Stockholm Syndrome where they identify with their captors. But a lot of people aren't identifying with their captors. They, they are saying they can't figure out what's real and what's not real. What is real and what is imagined? What is real and what is not real? What is real and what is fake? They can't figure it out. In essence, uh, the word for that is schizophrenia. 
And that's really what I feel like. It feels schizophrenic. I can't figure out what's going on. I can't figure out what's happening. I know that most of the things that I I conclude on are accurate because I've I've read something and I've confirmed through both official and unofficial sources that something is true, whether it's a medical journal or a science journal, or I'm just confirming dates in news articles, and I'm confirming the meaning of certain symbols and numbers and letters and things like that. Um, or I'm, I'm unable to come to any conclusion, and I'm just trying to figure out what the significance is of, of Delta and the number seven and the number four and Holmes and Aurora and Corona and, and, and the Olympics and, and, and the movie Akira and what all this means coming together. It certainly is not a coincidence. It, it certainly is a pattern that indicates some kind of planning, but is this planning done by man to manipulate man or is it done by God? Is it God's plan if you will, and therefore when we begin to understand the, the nuances of nature and reality and numbers and symbols, we see God's plan because we can see and we can understand the language that God or whatever you call God, I don't mean in a religious sense, but whatever you call God, the language that God uses to, to draw people subconsciously to what some call enlightenment or um, the right path, uh, or the which has two meanings: the right path, the right way, or the, the actual right path, as opposed to the left-hand path, uh, which is why I call SARS-CoV-2 the left-hand path ogen. Um, I call it a contagion. Uh, these the, the, these words are important. Uh, a contagion. Uh, the left-hand pathogen. These are just words that I've used to, to name shows in the past. I think it's clever wordplay. But Aurora is not just clever wordplay, especially when Aurora means the dawn. When um, Colorado is translated to the red, literally Aurora Colorado is dawning of the red or the red dawn. I don't have to mince words or to explain what the red dawn is to many of you. But Holmes... James Holmes, Kelly Holmes, Holmes Avenue in 2012. These are just three instances of it. Holmes, Sherlock Holmes, trying to figure out the mystery, trying to understand what the symbols mean, understand what the evidence means. Now, corona, the crowning of something, the crowning of a king, the crowning of a prince, the crowning of a goddess or a god, perhaps a false king, a false prince, a false goddess, a false god. Aurora is the dawn and the rising of Aurora. Sirius, the dog star or soap debt in Egypt or Sothis in Greek, the Sothic or Sothis rising, the inundation of the Nile River, the black soil, which is the god Anubis associated directly with Isis and Soap debt in Egypt, Isis and Anubis are are, are basically the um, the source uh, gods, if you will, the source goddesses for soap debt is an extension of Isis. Uh, 
Anubis is the black god, the black knight that rises, soap debt, rises, the dawn, Amaterasu, the Japanese goddess, the seven rays of light, rises, the dark knight, rises, Sandy Hook, the strike zone, 147 days after Aurora, Colorado. You might think you're stretching, you're reaching. This is not a conspiracy that makes any sense. Well, it's not a conspiracy either. It's not supposed to really make sense. It's supposed to make you schizophrenic. That's the only conclusion I can come to. It's supposed to make you schizophrenic. It's supposed to make you succumb to Stockholm Syndrome. It's supposed to make you think this is too complicated. There's no meaning to any of this. I can't understand it. It's overwhelming. I can't deal with it. I don't know what to do. So you shut down. So you contemplate suicide. So you think, I'll just do what I'm told. I'll wear what I'm supposed to wear. I'll have put in my body what I'm supposed to have put in my body. It doesn't have to make any sense. It doesn't have to be logical. It doesn't have to be reasonable. It can be totally arbitrary. I'll do it because I just can't figure this out. I can't deal with thinking. It's meant to make you schizophrenic, so you can't tell what's real, and you can't tell what's fake, what's imagined. Media contributes greatly to that. Education, what we call education, contributes greatly to that. But I I, I always go back to Kathy O'Brien in Transformation of America, where she said, fairy tale themes were used to confuse fantasy with reality, particularly Disney stories and The Wizard of Oz, which provided the basis for future programming. I woke up really early this morning, and uh, I got a drink of water, and uh, Hope was still in bed. My fiance Hope was still in bed, and I, I thought, you know, if I... I always wake up and I'm, my mind starts racing. And I thought if I, if I lay back down and I let my mind race, then I'm never going to be able to go back to sleep. But I just was trying to figure out a name for tonight's show. So I kind of like turned half my mind off and I really just let myself kind of fall into a dream state as I was thinking of a name for the show. And the name that came to me was the wizard, the wizard of cause, the wizard of causation, right? Causation. What exactly causes people to slip into these states? Uh, what is the action that causes people to slip into these states? Well, it's primarily fear. And through fear, people are coerced. And, and, and people are coerced through fear. And they're coerced through an inability to figure out what's real and what's not real. Uh, they're coerced through a form of schizophrenia. And the wizards are those that use the language. They're using the delta and the corona and the aurora and the homes and the three and the four and the seven and the 12 and the 13 and the 21 and the 32 and the 33. They're using the numbers, the letters, the names. They're using the words. They're using the significance of dates to conduct rituals that have a heavy, overwhelming power on the subconscious, and it affects people, you included. Even if you think I'm crazy, it affects you. It has an effect on you. What that effect is, I can't tell you. But I can tell you that these connections, these things that are within context of each other, are not coincidences. And when you have one or two 
Even if you have three, I mean, that's coincidental. When you have four, five, six, seven, eight, when you start to see consistency and you can see a pattern and you can use that pattern to essentially predict other events, then you know you've figured out not only is it a pattern, it's a plan. The the general idea is one is an accident, two is a coincidence, three is a pattern, four is a plan. We're looking at a plan. What that plan is, I don't know. But I can tell you with the symbols, with the numbers, with the, with the psychology of it, we're dealing with people that effectively are wizards. They're magicians. They're, they're, you call them black magicians, lords of chaos, whatever you want to call them. They're, they're magicians. They know how to use sleight of hand. They know how to manipulate you. They know how to gaslight you. They know how to organize mobs of people against you. That's why people always say, well, you're crazy. That doesn't make any sense. Who would conspire to do all of this? It's not about who would do it or how they would do it. The evidence is overwhelming. Something's being done. It's not organic. Something is responsible. And I can't help but think that we can probably rule out Whatever it is that that goodness or God is, I don't think goodness or God is responsible for this. I think evil people are responsible for it. And they use fear to cause you to slip into a state of misrememberance, of schizophrenia, of Stockholm Syndrome. You can't differentiate between what's real and what's not, and therefore you succumb to their every whim. You take whatever they tell you to take. You wear whatever they tell you to wear. You do whatever they tell you to do. Because you're afraid of what will happen if you don't do those things. And the more we slip into this psychosis, the more difficult it will be to remove ourselves from it. I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings. There's more after this. One final segment coming up on the broadcast tonight. Go to the website if you want to hear more. Subscribe to the show archive. I really appreciate it. It supports the show. Helps keep us on air five nights a week. Helps us to research and do what we do here on The Secret Teachings. rdgable at yahoo.com is the email. We'll be back. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence, but... I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on The Fringe FM. And join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's thesecretteachings.info and The Fringe FM. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy 
All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info. That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. It not only supports The Secret Teachings and Fringe FM, but most importantly, it supports you. Hey there, I'm Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings, and like my show, I like to associate with people and companies who are passionate about taking steps to a healthier life. Pro One Water Filters brings you simple-to-use systems for the home, business, and even the shower. They filter fluoride, heavy metals, and more, and their shower heads stop chlorine from being vaporized and inhaled. I personally use their systems now for five years, and they're worth every penny sincerely. Our other affiliate, US Plus Health, is a small American company specializing in hydrogen peroxide solutions, isopropyl alcohol, and hand sanitizers with no additional ingredients like ethanol, chloride, or methanol. They use 100% U.S. materials at an FDA-registered facility. Their simple, non-toxic formulations are both safe and gentle. They evaporate quickly and leave no residue or stickiness. They're even recommended by the CDC, FDA, and WHO as opposed to other toxic chemicals like QACs. Find links to these affiliates, Pro One Water Filters, and U.S. Plus Health on our website, www.thesecretteachings.info for links, or visit usplushealth.com and type in the promo code TSTCLEAN. They all say the same thing. They're all like, you know, over the last four years, everything good that happened was because of us. And we would have done more good stuff if it wasn't for those guys. And then the Democrats go, oh, we did all the good stuff. <laughs> it's like you're all working for the same guy. Want more of The Fringe? Check out thefringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. Also, don't forget to check out the Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal Radio app and talk stream live. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's the Fringe FM. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is KTLK Digital Broadcasting, the Fringe FM. This is the Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero Radio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Hi, it's David Childress from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. I'm Ryan Gable, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings Radio right here on The Fringe FM. Operant conditioning, or instrumental conditioning, is a method of learning that employs the classical system of reward and punishment for one's behavior. It's also known as behavioral modification. Behavioral modification has not only been proposed publicly, on the subject of vaccines, for example, behavioral modification is something that we have probably become the victims of at one point or another in our lives without even realizing it, without recognizing it. In fact, language has become perhaps the most dominant form of operant conditioning. That some words are acceptable to use. You are rewarded for those words, especially pronouns. Other words are bad words negative words, 
evil words, offensive words. And I don't mean what we call curse words. Some pronouns are offensive. A pronoun that you use today could be offensive to person A, but tomorrow you use the same pronoun, it might not be as offensive. Or it might be acceptable today and tomorrow you use it again and it's unacceptable because things are so fluid and change so dramatically. They change so consistently. We know that there will be change. There's no consistency except that there's inconsistency. It totally, uh, it's totally arbitrary. Language is perhaps the most common form of operant conditioning we experience. I say that because language in one respect, seems to be deteriorating. People don't communicate. They don't use words properly. They don't even have a vocabulary to express how they feel. Everything is, whoa, yeah, okay. I mean, everything's like, it's basically like Lil John. Now, this is how kids speak now. Yeah, okay, what? Nobody has a lexicon. Nobody has a vocabulary. And I might not be the most, uh, you know, intelligent or uh, the most uh, 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 skilled orator, But at least I can string together a sentence that is more than simplistic, that can express deeper, more complex thoughts. Operant conditioning, instrumental conditioning, behavior modification, is when you nudge people to do something they otherwise might not do. And sure, it's used for people that are on the the, the verge of making a decision, on the edge of making a decision, but it's also used offensively against people who already have their minds made up. And operant conditioning or instrumental conditioning, behavioral modification, behavioral nudges, these things often turn into fear-based coercion done through threats and implications of what will happen if you don't do what it's being implied that you need to do in order to be free or to be a good person, in order to get the reward as opposed to the punishment. People have been pushed to the point of being schizophrenic, not just afraid, not just controlled by their fears and suffering as a victim of some form of Stockholm Syndrome. People have been pushed to become schizophrenic. They're suffering from psychosis. They can't tell what is real and what is fake. And how can you blame the average person? I got online this morning. I saw an article that said Republicans aren't getting vaccines because Russia told them not to. And it's astounding to me that anybody on any part of the political spectrum still believes Not only that it's Republicans who don't want a vaccine, when traditionally it's a liberal Democrat who's skeptical of vaccines and medication and wants to take control of their own health, but that Russia is involved in vaccine disinformation. There are probably Russians, just like there are Americans and There are others, but it's like if you say, I don't think that I want to get a vaccine just yet. You know, like remember remember when the Playstations or the Xboxes would come out, you know, uh, you know, and they'd have like a huge line of people lined up to get the new systems. 
I think there's a PS5 coming out, or maybe it already came out uh, uh, this year, next year, last year. I don't, I don't know. I don't play video games much anymore, but I, I, mean, I remember when the PS3 came out. I remember when the PS4 came out, and you know, I wanted to go get in line to get this thing, and people said no. You know, don't go get in line to get that. You got to wait, wait like a couple months because they can work out the, the the bugs to the system. So even if you say that, like I would just like to wait until there's a little more research, and then I'll be happy to line up and get two things put into my body. Well, then you're accused of being a Russian asset. You're a Republican. You're a Trump supporter. It's like most of the people that I knew that didn't want to get, you know, uh, go to the doctor even at all for any reason. Like I, I don't, I don't go to the doctor. Uh, they didn't go, and they were not Republican. They were Democrat. But I read that article. I thought, what do you mean people don't want to get vaccines because Russia told them not to? It's just this is what is causing so much confusion. People don't know which way is up, which way is down. They're floating through space with no direction. There's no gravity to pull them back down to the ground. Everything is just topsy-turvy. It's upside down. It's backwards. It's down upside. We shouldn't even use the word upside down. We should reverse it. Down upside. Hell, we should reverse it and pronounce it backwards. We, we can't figure out what's real anymore. You can say, well, it's fake news. It's Trump. It's not Trump. It's not Republicans or Democrats. It's not politics. It's not political. It's not religious. It's psychological. Psychologists are in control of your mind because they know words. They understand emotion. They know the needs socially, economically, biologically, physiologically. They know how to manipulate them. They know how to use gaslighting. They know how to create through fear and terror and intimidation. An individual who against their own will will participate and do something will believe something that they wouldn't otherwise do or believe because not only they're afraid of peer pressure, but they have been so beaten down and so confused and overwhelmed that they give up. They can't figure out what's real and what's not real. They, in effect, become schizophrenic. Now, the movie The Wizard of Oz concludes where you find that the wizard really isn't this all-powerful, almighty wizard. It's all an illusion. It's a man behind a curtain. And I thought tonight's show should be called The Wizard of Cause because there are wizards behind the curtain. And we don't really see those wizards. But they employ operant conditioning, they employ behavioral nudges, they employ forms of terror and coercion. Their currency is fear to drive people to the breaking point, to make them schizophrenic so they don't understand what's real, what's not real. They, they question it, they can't figure it out, they give up, they give in. It's a psychological war. That's the basis for all the programming, television programming. The contagion, the left-hand path-ogen. It's brainwashing. It's all psychology. That's what runs this whole system. You can call it mind control. 
You do this not just through psychology. You do it also through drugs, in water, in food, in recreation. You do it through language. I mean, we are experiencing in the 21st century, mostly as a result of technology, and then an exploitation of that technology to sell people things in a simplistic way through subconscious imagery and auditory sounds, subliminal messaging, which has become more prominent now because people are always attached to a screen, a computer, a tablet, a phone that listens, that watches, that pays attention, that gathers information on you. And, 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 and this is the programming, both through what we are entertained with and, and, and how, even how we we're advertised to. It's programming that gets us not just to buy products, but gets us to buy ideas. Uh, th- this has led us to essentially be the people in the movie Wally, where we don't have an ability to even communicate with people next to us without being on a screen, an ability to walk because we don't use our legs anymore but an ability to think because we don't use our brains anymore. So our language is reduced to essentially babble. We are dealing with a modern-day Tower of Babel and the scrambling of languages. The scrambling of languages preventing us from being able to communicate. It's not done necessarily through the scrambling of languages in the sense that we can't understand what someone speaking in another language says, but we can't understand language that is human. We don't want to talk to other people. We don't want to associate with other people. Remember all the articles that came out when lockdowns began last year, a year and a half ago? People were just glorifying how, well, I don't really like the lockdown, but it prevents me from having to have social interactions, and that's a good thing. I get too anxious. It's actually helping people with their mental illness, not making people mentally ill. It's not driving suicides or alcoholism or drugs. It's making people feel better because they don't have to deal with other human beings. And when they do go out and deal with human beings, those human beings could be infected and dangerous, so stay away from them. It's psychology. It's scrambling language and preventing people from being able to communicate with one another. They're so confused, they don't know what to do. They, they become schizophrenic. Now, I'm going to read you one more time a quote from Kathy O'Brien's book, Transformation of America. Fairy tale themes were used to confuse fantasy with reality, particularly Disney stories and The Wizard of Oz, which provided the base for future programming. That line there is probably my favorite line from the book. To confuse fantasy with reality. Disney stories, The Wizard of Oz, and lots of others provided the base for future programming. The Wizard of Cause. The wizard that creates the causation that drives people to psychosis, that drives people to schizophrenia, that drives people to a state of Stockholm Syndrome, that drives people to give in to the coercion, to kneel and to bow to the perception that authorities have any authority over you, that you don't grant them. The operant conditioning rewards you socially for using the right pronoun for wearing the right type 
of thing over your face or getting the right type of experimental medical treatment or participating in that experiment. Operant conditioning is a method of learning that employs the reward and punishment system. It's kind of like Santa Claus. Santa Claus uses operant conditioning. Naughty or nice. Coal or toys. Therefore, Santa Claus is essentially a form of conditioning used to keep children in line. You'll be rewarded. Santa Claus won't come this year if you don't do what you're told. I don't like that kind of parenting. I think it's kind of natural in a way because I find myself thinking about it sometimes with my son, but I don't like that. I I just, I don't like it, but you know, the thing is, it's been weaponized. People have been driven to psychosis. They've been driven to schizophrenia. I, I, I can't tell you how many people have told me in the last month alone they can't figure out what's real and what's not real. And I felt that way for a very long time, but I always exert the extent, the reserve of my energy to maintain what is real. Just if I can see what's real off in the distance, I exert all of my energy to maintain that view. Because I know when I lose that view, and I can't see what's real anymore, I can't see the land anymore, I'm at the mercy of the ocean tides. I'm at the mercy of the moon. I'm at the mercy of those who make the societal decisions that control mind through language. And if I don't keep a view of what is real, and I lose that view of what is real, I'll never get it back. Unless somebody can come and they can bring me back to shore, they can bring me back within view. I don't want to allow myself to be overwhelmed. And I see people who are so overwhelmed, who otherwise would be able to deal with whatever the situation was, who have just given up or They realize what's happening and they realize how far they've been taken from shore and they're panicking to get back. They're panicking to get back to a a new normal or at least to whatever reality was we could we could agree on before. But reality is becoming hard to differentiate between fiction as if every person who has a question about what the government says is now a Russian operative. As if every person who questions what the government says is, according to the White House now, a white supremacist terrorist or what they call a DVE, a domestic violent extremist. But if you think about this a little more technically, think about what machines do for us. Machines think for us. We've been coerced and lollybied into a state of acquiescence through fear and through terror, through coercion, through operant conditioning. We've been Pavlovian trained. 
But we don't know what's real, what's not. We're, we're essentially schizophrenic. We are wards of the state. We are suffering from Stockholm Syndrome. We will do what our captors tell us to do because we identify with them now. Thinking that we're part of the, the club. We're part of the group. We're going to be protected like a, a little fish swimming next to a shark hoping not to get eaten. Technically speaking, I think all of this makes sense. And I mean that technically, like mechanically. Machines and computers, this makes sense. Computers think for us. We use computers all the time. They're very beneficial. They're very helpful. We use calculators all the time. And this was an argument I made at the introduction in my book, The Technological Elixir. Technology is a wonderful thing, but if we use it too much... We forget how to do basic mathematics. We forget how to do basic research. We're left asking Google what time it is. What's the temperature outside? When you could go look at the sun. When you could go feel for yourself. We're left asking Google, in what year was an atomic bomb dropped on Nagasaki and Hiroshima? Rather than going into a book and finding the answer where you will be more likely to remember it because you did work. You invested time and energy. You'll remember it when you go look for it. Technically, mechanically, we have been replaced by machines already. And in being replaced by machines, the logical conclusion would be that although we have been replaced by machines in the sense that we don't really think and we let machines do calculations for us. As we proceed further down this left-hand path, machines are going to do a lot more than that. Machines are going to physically replace human beings. Now, how do machines physically replace human beings? You have to find a way to merge man with machine. This is transhumanism. How do you do that? Well, it's funny, but I think... There are various forms of cultural genocides that can be employed to merge man with machines while systematically exterminating the remainder of humans who don't choose to be merged with machines, the ultimate goal of which is to phase out biological life entirely. How you do that is, one, by replacing the brain and consciousness with machines that think for us, machines that do things for us, and then merging man with machines. Now, how do you do that? How do you merge man with machines? How do you? Machines are not biological. They are synthetic systems. How do you merge man with machines? I give you, as I've said for years, a social movement. An exploitation of what used to affect 0.1% of boys and now affects an enormous percentage of girls whom in most cases are not properly diagnosed and are merely affirmed in their mental illness as a result of childhood traumas and a result of the pressures of growing up. It seems as if an enormous number of girls, almost a majority of girls, are questioning whether they're females or not and that they might actually be males. Psychologists and doctors and teachers and 
professors don't help. They affirm it. In fact, it's illegal in some states and it's illegal in Canada to do anything except affirm that girls are actually boys. Now, this isn't just strictly homosexuality or transsexualism. This isn't something that you all well, used to affect 0.1% of the male population. Now, and, and these were people that used to you know, feel that they weren't in the right body from the earliest days. Now girls are saying this at 15, 16, 17 years old in their 20s. What does this do? This creates a world in which men become women and women become men. Confusing gender, confusing sex. It starts with the heavy promotion of promiscuity to demean and degrade sex. Then the infiltration of heterosexuality by the extremely small minority that is homosexuality, and there has been homosexuality for thousands of years. And through love and acceptance of homosexuality, it's proliferated and turned people who aren't actually homosexual into homosexuals. It's a social contagion, folks. Homosexuality, transgenderism. What exactly is homosexuality? It's the prevention of procreation. What is transgenderism? It's the removal of biological sexes and gender identity. There have been people that study gender dysphoria. They're not allowed to study it anymore. You can't ask, are you sure you're comfortable changing sexes? Because that's considered conversion therapy. You're not allowed to ask that question anymore. That's conversion. That's transphobic. You basically had the LGBT movement hijacked and replaced with transhumanism. What do machines have to do with sexuality and gender? Well, the question and the answer are found in the lack of distinctive features of machines. Machines don't have distinctive features unless you give them those features. Machines are not male or female unless you make them that way. Machines are neutral. That's why it's not homosexuality anymore. That's why it's not transsexuals anymore. That's why it's people transitioning who are unsure that they're even a girl or a boy. They become neutral. They're non-binary. There's no identifying features. That's the psychological, social, and economic components of transhumanism that merge man with machines in the end. As you merge man with machines, you can't just merge a man with a machine or a woman with a machine. You have to debase procreation. You have to debase gender. You have to debase sexuality. And perhaps most important, you have to debase the extremely, extremely, extremely small minority of the population who actually do have gender dysphoria, who actually are homosexual. Not only do you have to debase them, but you have to teach them that what they are should be glorified, even if they don't want it. You have to exploit them, use them, and abuse them to confuse and to manipulate and to gaslight other people's views on gender and sexuality in order to force people into the corner so they're so confused over gender, so confused over sex, so confused over procreation, families, so confused over what it means to be human that they willingly and willfully accept the deterioration of the human race, of human society, and of human civilization and the merging 
of man with machines. That's the new system. That's Samsung's hyper-connected experience for all, where machines will be the main user. A truly immersive extended reality, a digital sub-reality, high-fidelity mobile holograms, and digital replicas of people, places, and objects. This is a replication of the organic world put into a synthetic system. The creation of a synthetic world is a system that is laid over the real world. And I think that's at the core of why it's becoming harder and harder to figure out what is real and what is not real. Humans aren't just being merged with machines. Our reality is being merged with another reality. It's one that is done in the mind, in the unseen, in the subconscious and the unconscious. And it's conducted. The wand is waved by the wizards of cause that manufacture, construct, and operate all of this through Stockholm Syndrome, schizophrenia, operant conditioning, behavioral nudges, etc., etc., etc. The wizards of cause. We must pull the curtain back to find that these wizards have no power. The power resides in the individual, but you have to take responsibility first. And that's what is most scary for some people. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Thank you for joining us. Check out our sponsors, Pro One Water Filters and US Plus Health on our website, thesecretteachings.info. Subscribe to our archive. $50 for a year. You get the archive, the montages, the books, everything. www.thesecretteachings.info. Stay safe, stay informed, stay healthy. We'll talk to you on the next broadcast. Teachings. But don't worry, you can still catch us Monday through Friday right here exclusively on The Fringe FM. You can also subscribe to the show and montage archive while grabbing my books at thesecretteachings.info. To get in contact with us, you can email the show at rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay tuned to KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM.